The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. We didn't wreck the marriage. We're just just picking up the pieces, right? This is what we do. We fix mistakes. It's a mistake, and like you said, we're coming in to, to fix it. Yeah, a lot of mistakes leading up to the biggest mistake. It's a mistake. It's a mistake. Good morning, good day, and I guess good everything, depending at what time you're listening. You're listening to It's a Mistake, the divorce show with attorney Matthew Barak and my super colleague, attorney Kirsten Demoga. Would you like to say hi, Kirsten? Hello, everybody. What do you want to talk about today? It's an inaugural show. What, what should we talk about? Oh, I think you got a list there. I always have a list. I always come prepared, but it doesn't mean we have to. We could go off script if we want to. Okay. So well, tell me about your day. Well, I think one huge problem that everybody in this divorce bar deals with is um, professional courtesies and difficult opposing counsel. Did you have an issue with that? I did. Recently? I did. And I think it's hard for clients to understand it's not the person that talks the loudest or the longest that wins. That's right. You know, they say that the person who louds, yells the loudest has the least to say. Exactly. Exactly. Is that what happened to you in court today? It did. Um, But you know what? The judge understood it from my perspective and we, we resolved the case. So happy ending. All right. Good. Well, all's well that ends well. Yes. So what do you, what do you think of the uh, title of our, our new show? It's a mistake. Are, are you on board? I, I've, I, I think generally the reaction I've told my five people that I know have been, has been fairly positive. You, you think it's a good name or should we would have gone with one of our other names or what do you think? No, I think that's appropriate because this is what we do. We fix mistakes. It's very it's essentially good. what we do. We well, you know what someone said to me. They said, is it, it's a mistake. Do you mean like the marriage or the divorce? <laughs> So that's All what, of it. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to explain to them. That. I always thought of it as the marriage itself, right? It's a mistake. And like you said, we're coming in to, to fix it. Yeah, a lot of mistakes leading up to the biggest mistake. You know, we didn't wreck the marriage. We're, <laughs> no. just, we're, we're just picking up the pieces, right? Fixing. Fixing. Well, not the marriage. Fixers. Well, we could fix the marriage. There are times when we do that, right? Sometimes. Yeah. I think divorce lawyers get a bad rap. What do you think? They do. I mean, I've had people reconcile. That's okay. I think it's great. Sometimes you got to get all the way to the end to realize what's going on. Yeah, I usually tell people that by the time they they come in, people always ask me, well, where, what, you know, how do you know they're going to get divorced? I go, well, by the time they come into our office, they know. I think it, for the most part, and when they don't know, I mean, we tell them to you know seek counseling or see what they can do to save the marriage. And there's plenty of people getting divorced. Well, that's the first question. Do you want to get divorced? Because no. sometimes people can't answer that. I know you don't, but. You know, I say happy wife, happy, happy life. Happy life, I know. Words to live by. So you like the name of the show. I do. So we'll stick with that. So I thought today we would talk about some expressions that us divorce lawyers use and what they mean. Terms sort of, like of art? S- terms of art, secrets of the trade, you know, and things like a 10 doesn't marry a two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You want to you tell everybody what that means? Well, it's not my It's not my. You don't like that favorite one? Favorite line, what? no. You what do like, you mean by it? I don't know. I've never been able to figure it out. I just think it sounds good. No, I think that it means that people don't tend to marry somebody that they don't share certain traits with. 
So a 10 is not going to marry a 2, and a 2 is not going to marry a 10. Yeah, but what if the 2 disguise themselves as a 10, which I think is what happens? <laughs> you do? Yeah. You think the 2 pretends to be a 10? Sometimes. You don't think the 10 knows better? Not always. How do you, what do you do in that situation? I think that's why it's a mistake <laughs> and they're getting divorced. And that's what we're talking about today. Exactly. <laughs> what about my, what's your favorite one, your favorite line? I, I wrote down five of them for us. But what's, five? Yeah, I came up with a few. Okay. Well, I think I need another one while I think. <laughs> you want to think for a second? Yeah. Um, a divorce uh, starts with a bang and ends with a whimper. Wow. That might be my favorite That's one. probably the best. Isn't that? It's so, it's so true. true. <laughs> so true. Well, tell tell people what we mean by that, though. I think sometimes it it just reaches a crescendo, and then people understand what's involved and how the court system really works, and and what's going to happen, and then they come together and understand we actually have to work on this in order to get out from the other end of this because. As much as you like your lawyer, we're going to leave you at the end. And you've got to, in cases where you have kids, you're going to have to deal with that person for a really long time. Yeah, see, I think, I look at it as like a fire. Mm-hmm. You know, like the, it starts and there's this big fire and the home's like burning down. Everybody's out of the house. This is all metaphorical. <laughs> uh, and, and the house is burning down and, and that's sort of how it starts. Mm-hmm. Motions are, you know, super high. People are charged up and fired up and then as the process and as sort of like the firemen come, I'm not saying we're the firemen or firewomen, but as the fire starts getting put out, things kind of, you know, simmer down and then the fire is out. And by the time uh, you're done through the process, the fire's gone and just less but the ashes and people just kind of walk away and move on. Uh, yeah. Do you like I that? I would say that's, that's true. Yeah. And I, think, and I think that that's what people have to understand is that in a divorce, things tend to be super nuclear charge at the very beginning of the, of the process, but the process itself is designed for uh, things and time to sort of come in and heal the people sometimes so that by the end of getting divorced, things have sort of reached a crescendo that allows people to kind of go on with their lives. So I like that one. I think it's a good one. I always explain that to people. And I think it I think it's helpful to people to know that too, that things are always worse at the beginning than they are at the end. Because that's what kind of happens. True. You got True. one? That's I gave you two. It's your turn. I think I say a lot, I don't have a magic wand and I can't I can't change this person because a lot of times the reasons why people are getting divorced are also why they can't resolve something and I can't change it, you know? Sometimes it's financially, I can't create more money than what's there. I can't change this person's personality or certain characteristics or personality traits. And I think people get really mired down in that and say they want us to be a miracle worker and we have to deal with what we have, the hand that we have. And I always tell people, well, you, you, you married him. I mean, <laughs> That's so a I, good one. I, I, I forgot I, about I, that don't one. Don't you love that one? Yeah. Well, it's true. I mean, people are like, start yelling at you or me. and you know, but This is what you chose. We're just here to kind of help, help you find fixers, fixers, find a solution yeah. you know, to the, the, your problem and, right. and get you to move on with your lives. But ultimately, you were the one that chose this person. Right. I didn't give you the ring. Right. 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 You got another one? I got to keep thinking. Oh, you got to keep thinking. I'll give you another one. What about 
I like this one. This is one that I invented that I should probably would copy patent. patent, copyright, trademark. Which is it? I'm not a trademark. Trademark. Okay. Yeah, I think it's trademark. I always say that men never leave until they're gone. Very true. Isn't that a good one? Very true. Yeah, I said that one earlier today to to a new person. I think it's just so true. It's like they don't leave. They don't. Why don't men leave? I don't know. That's going to be the subject of my book. <laughs> oh, you're writing a book? <laughs> Coming out in 2020. Oh, nice. No, it's it's something I've given a lot of thought to because women are definitive. And when men come to us, they're not. Well, you know, the late, great writer Michael Crichton, you remember him? Yeah, of course. He, he wrote a great book called Travels, and he talked about – there's a chapter in that book how he feels that we reverse the, our gender roles, that really – uh, that we project onto others what we are not. So in other words, that women are really the stronger sex and, and men are really the weaker sex. And I, I think that through divorce practice, I think I find that to be true. Absolutely. And, and, I, and I think that the fact that men tend to drag their feet on filing is, is what I mean by that, is that they don't leave until they're gone. And when they're gone, then maybe sometimes they file. It's not every time... Uh, the, the wife files first, but it just seems to be that men will stick in a lot longer generally um, than, than the wife and the relationship will. It's true, and I often wonder if that's the sort of issue with commitment initially because I think it's like women are ready and the, the story is really men, you know, letting the clock run down or ultimatums or things, but I think that might mean that men take it very seriously. And women, not that they don't take it seriously, but when they're done, they're done. I don't think men take it seriously. I think that men have it. I, I would say this. I would disagree on that one. I would say that men like to be comfortable and that if they can sit on their couch <laughs> and see the kids, every, and this isn't every guy, but see the kid every other weekend or whatever and just sit on the couch and there's food in the fridge, they ain't leaving. For the most part. Maybe. Not everyone, but for the most part. Until they leave. Yeah. Uh, what about this one? You never really know the crazy one until the very end. Hmm. Do you agree with that one? That's another one of mine. I have not, another one of mine. I have not trademarked that one, but I've thought about it. you got to flush that one out a little bit more. I, I just think that sometimes there's one person that's really, really the nutty one. <laughs> And sometimes you don't know if that's your client or if it's the other party until the end. That's true. That's true. I think sometimes I, I, I tend to believe my clients. So, you know, if it turns out that you always I was – your clients. Well, some, but at the you know, end, the, when you take right. a step back right, and sometimes one. somebody the, – the crazy one always, you know, rules the roost of the house. You well, know? No, there's, there's her side, his side, and then the truth is somewhere in the middle. True. Right? right. So there's yeah. one. So right. that's what I'm talking about. And sometimes you learn maybe the truth was in the middle. Is that what you find in your cases? <laughs> yeah. What about does it matter who files first? No. There's an expression on that one. You know what that expression is? No. They say if it mattered who files first, it'd be a line outside the probate court every morning. 
That's interesting. I like yeah, that. Yeah, I like that one. I don't think it really matters. It doesn't. No. Except you do get to go first. You get to talk first. You get to talk first, which some people, people it's like. important to some people. Some people. And yeah. Some people just keep talking and like the person you had today maybe and yeah. <laughs> saying nothing. True. Which happens all the time. So those are my misconceptions. Do you have any other ones about divorce expressions that we use I've that we, we can share with our listeners? Not at this you point. got nothing. I got nothing. How's the diet going? It's gone. Maybe what, that's why it is. What, what are you on now? Keto. How's that? Do you it's like good. it? It's good. Is it good? Well, no, what, what did you have for breakfast? I told you I had a I had a like a bulletproof coffee. They call it. Well, what's a bulletproof coffee? I don't know what that is? It's coffee with a little. It's called MZT oil. MZT oil. <laughs> what the heck is MZT oil? It's like a. It's like a coconut oil. Coconut oil? Good fats. Keep you full. Okay. Yeah. Did it work? Yeah. Did you eat lunch? Did you have time? Uh, no. I no? Didn't. I oh, didn't. Geez. So I'm going to get really angry. Are you going to get really <laughs> angry? Are you going to start throwing things? No. <laughs> I, well, if you need a break, let okay. me know. All right. All right. I will. Okay, hang in there. Um, so I thought the topic for today, we're going to do our peppers and onions segment now. All right. So sometimes you get peppers, sometimes you get onions, right? Yeah, yeah. You ever hear that one? I die. You go to the Greek diner, you want the peppers and onions on your salad. Yeah. You know, so this is a peppers and onions segment where we're going to talk about a divorce topic. So I thought today, because this is our inaugural uh, show on It's a Mistake, listening to Attorney Matthew Barrick and Attorney Kirsten DeMoga. And you can reach us, by the way, at uh, BarrickFamilyLaw.com or at 888-209-7080. And I thought we would talk about the types of divorces, the two types of filings. You want to tell me what those are? Sure. So you can file one of two ways. And the first is if you um, come to a full agreement beforehand. So you would obviously talk to your spouse and you would come to an agreement and draft up what's called a separation agreement. You would also prepare financial statements. If you have children, you need to do the child support guidelines worksheet. And depending on what county you're in, sometimes you can, uh, once you have all those documents prepared, just walk into court any morning and a judge will see you. They'll approve, ask questions. And if your agreement um, passes those, um, the analysis of the particular judge, they'll, they'll enter it that day. And that's that's called a a 1A divorce. And so if you you hear the term 1A, you're talking about an agreement. What what what's the the good the positive about a, doing a 1A divorce? Why well, is it beneficial? It, well, it's 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 very quick. There's, you know, there's not the the back and forth and the extensive litigation. Um, but that's really for people that can have a meeting of the minds and be on the same page. I mean, that that necessitates agreement on yeah, all see, kinds I, of things. See, I think I think the biggest thing about a 1A divorce, when I tell people and they call me, they'll say, well, we agree. My, my question always is, do you really agree on every single thing? Because I always find that some people think they agree, but they don't really agree. And then I f- always find that doing a 1A divorce isn't uh, doesn't end up working out in the end. But when it does work, it, it is a more efficient 
uh, way to do it. But I think that you really, you and your spouse literally have to be in agreement on who gets the house, who gets the car, who gets the 401k. And then I think you have to make sure that it is fair and reasonable because in a 1A divorce, at least in our state, Massachusetts, the judge has to make a finding that it is fair and reasonable. And there are times that people will come to us with agreements that were a 1A divorce that were not fair and reasonable and that a judge rejected and said, go see a lawyer. Exactly. But that doesn't happen with our agreements most no, of the time. Never. No, unless something really strange happens. But no, if you come to us for a right. 1A divorce, you should get divorced. What about the other? What about a 1B? So that's when you file a complaint and the court issues you a summons, which is just a formal document uh, informing your spouse that you're filed for divorce. And there are various um, responses they need to file, and you have to serve that in hand. So um, you have to arrange that with a constable. And that is something I would not suggest doing without a lawyer. It's a, it's a process, and it, and it starts the litigation process. I always think of the, the 1B as sort of the war of the roses divorce, right. at least at the beginning. I, that's, that's the one where people are sort of at more warring factions than, than they are versus a 1A. That's when people I kind of think of as the traditional – fighting over the kids or fighting over the vacation house or fighting over the stocks or fighting over whatever else they want to fight over. So to me, that's, I always try to describe it to people that it's sort of the traditional notion of a divorce battle. Right. But what happens at the end of most of these cases? You settle. And so sometimes, you know, I tell people you can take a dual track. So you can file that complaint for divorce, but try in the interim to negotiate, to work on things without it becoming explosive. And majority of the time, again, depending on how your spouse reacts to it, the lawyer that they get, it's a huge piece. Um, you could get an agreement done really quickly. You can. And that, and I think, and that's the, what happens at the very end of, I think it's, I don't know if the statistics have been updated, but in the, in the near recent past, it was about 90 Five to 97% of all divorces in the Commonwealth are divorced uh, ultimately by an agreement, wow. which means less than 5% of cases actually ultimately uh, go to trial. And the agreement is called a separation agreement that both parties sign, and that sort of goes over um, soup to nuts, A to Z, what will happen upon divorce. And it's really at the end of it, you end up with a signed piece of it paper that both parties sign uh, that becomes your separation agreement and is actually what's considered your judgment of divorce. And that's the same thing as 1A where people get divorced in the beginning. But a 1B, you sort of take the circulosis, what's the word? Circuitous. Circuitous route to a, <laughs> thank God you're here, a circuitous route to the filing, to the end uh, of filing a separation agreement on a 1B divorce. But that, but that's sort of does take a while and there's sort of a lot of back and forth and negotiation and exchanging of financial documents like financial statements and all those things. Well, but that's the other point. I mean, sometimes yeah. people, this is pending for a really long time. I think the divorce track in Massachusetts is it's supposed to be right now 14 months. Well, I but, but, just know <laughs> how, how a handful that have been pending for two years, two plus. I tell people 18 to 24 months. Yeah. 
That's a long time. I mean, I understand the frustration. Well, it takes a while. But part of it is, too, the other difference between, we didn't touch upon this yet, but the other part of the other difference between a 1A and 1B divorce is that when you file a 1B, you cannot get divorced for six months. So you have this sort of a statutory waiting period in the law that I think prolongates the process or elongates the process so that you end up not being able to have that first seminal event or uh, pretrial with the judge, usually nine months to a year generally, you know, and then if you're still fighting then it, it goes on and on. Um, And I think it pushes up against that 18 months to 24 month uh, period of time. But, you know, the only thing about a 1B though that people should know too is that you can convert a 1B back back to a 1A and get divorced in those six months. Right. But it doesn't happen all that often, does it? It happens, though. It does happen, but yeah. hell, uh, I would say, yeah, minority of times. Yeah. Usually once you're in for a dollar, you're in for a pound. True. You know, and you end up in sort of the, one, the 1B realm. So 1A or 1B, those are the two types of divorces that one can file in Massachusetts. Uh, mediation. You still end up filing a 1A. Well, I think the thing with mediation that people have to understand, I think it's a great uh, way to go about things, but each party is going to need to consult with a lawyer at the end of the day because the mediator is really just getting you to yes. They're not in, informing you or advising you. So sometimes I feel like if you find the right lawyer, you can do a dual track and try to mediate the case as well. And so it takes out one more step. Yeah, I agree. I think that there's different ways to probably skin the cat with mediation. You can have somebody representing you and the other side, your spouse can have somebody representing him or her, and you can still sort of mediate the dispute without going to formal mediation. But it all depends. Yeah, it really depends. On the other person. It does depend (laughs) on the other person. And also on the other lawyer, on the other personalities, and you know, what you can get done. Hi, everybody. I'm Chamita Perel. Let me take a minute to tell you about the Boston Podcast Network. How would you like your own podcast? The Boston Podcast Network can produce one for you. Whether you're a lawyer, financial advisor, business owner, or really any kind of professional, you should have your voice heard through this exciting new medium. A good podcast is more powerful than traditional advertising. If a prospective client hears your podcast through their earbuds, you're already in their head, literally. Pod617.com will help you deliver a message and build relationships, clients, and centers of influence will delight in being a guest on your show. Go to Pod617.com to start planning. And in the meantime, listen to the great shows they've already produced. The Irreverent Bitchless Bride Podcast, the hilarious show known as Shawshanked, and the wild trip through the paranormal that is Monsterland. Be part of the pod revolution. Visit pod617.com. In pod, we trust. So, now it's time to play Who Will You Represent? Oh, okay. Okay, we haven't played that in a while. Mm. All right, so I think we'll start with probably the might be the biggest divorce ever, um, or one of them. Uh, Jeff Bezos or his wife, Mackenzie, who are you going to represent? I think Jeff. Really? Yeah. Why? Well, because he'd probably be a great client and he'd get everything to me on time and, and done. Why do you say that? Because he's a CEO you say that? of one of the most, you know, successful companies. Well, he was cheating on his wife, wasn't he? Well, you know, look. What are you going to do with all those it pictures? It's a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're talking about. So you'd pick him? I would. 
Really? Yeah. Huh. See, I, 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 I'm on Mackenzie. I'm why, team Mackenzie. Why are you on her side? Well, for a couple of different reasons. First of all, I think what's very interesting is we always talk about contribution in divorces, right? She was helping him build that business. So I think she's got some, and the family, I think she's got some really good arguments that can be made that she's entitled to 50%. Of, but she got 50. I mean, that's not done yet. Did, did, they settle, did they settle yet? I, I believe so. I think it's, that was what was reported, that she was going to get half. Well, I think she has to get half. I don't see any way around it. I mean, they were married, long-term marriage. Yeah. You know, there's pictures running around with this, this girlfriend that you could bring in. There's all sorts of stuff. So that's why I think it'd be more fun to be on Mackenzie's side. Okay. Okay. Right, but you think get... she's totally innocent? I don't know, do you know something? A, no, I'm just saying. You don't think there's anything that could come out on that side. Is that what you'd, be, you'd do? You'd, you'd see higher PI. Higher PI for her, <laughs> for him to go after to follow her around. There's enough money to go around. There's plenty of money to go plenty. around. There's plenty of money. At that around. point, do, do you think Amazon gets? They have to sell their interest, or do you think they can hold on to it? I bet they hold on to it. Just split the stock. Yeah. I, I, I'm still going with Mackenzie. Okay. Though. All right. Um, so let's turn to the news. What about this one? Um, Anna Faris and, and Chris Pratt. Did you hear about that? They were really cute. I, I feel bad they got divorced. I wonder what happened. Who is Anna Faris? I don't even know who this um, person is. She was in, I'm trying to think. She's been in several movies. Uh, she was in those scary movies. Remember yeah. the scary movie? Very cute blonde. Oh, yeah. Right, scary. right, she's, right. But That's she's really she funny, too. He actually is engaged again. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, I read this, that, that she actually, um, they have a son uh-huh. together, and they were looking, their goal was to have group Thanksgiving dinners. No. You think that'll happen? I think that's a terrible she said, idea. She said, <laughs> she said, grudge holding is not something that Chris and I do. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, I, oh, I see. Oh, she's pretty. Yeah. And she wished him actually. What did she do? It was a big thing on... Um, Oh, 22 it's, Jump Street. Did you ever see that? That was pretty good. <laughs> that was good. And the Emoji that movie? I, I didn't get to that. Yeah. No. Yeah. What else? The Dictator? Okay. Oh, she's been around for a yeah, while. Yeah, a long time. But you know what she did? But she's out of her mind if they think they're going to be sharing Thanksgiving, right? That's not going to happen. <laughs> she actually wished him and his uh, girlfriend uh, well on their engagement. When they, or girlfriend, now fiance, on uh, Instagram. It was like a big thing. So maybe they're trying the blended... Modern, modern family thing. It's going to be an LA thing. Yeah. That would never or happen in this coast. Is this, do you think they did a conscious uncoupling? Yeah, I do. Are Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie? Oh, are man. They, well, they're back in court. Are they? You I know. thought that they sold the custody. I read but that. No, somewhere. but then she, I think she's trying to reopen it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Who are you, Team Brad? Or were you Angelina? I want, no, I'm, I I'm, I'm Brad. I'm Brad. I think we need this conversation. I think he's getting hosed a little bit. Well, it sounds like she went after him for the custody. She accused him of a bunch yeah, of stuff. That's but then a they lot of kids it. to take care of on your own. Yeah, he should stick it with the kids. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, w- I would take his, I think, I, I'm on his side. Yeah. I, I think know. she's a little out But do there. you know that their vineyard, that Rosé, Miraval, so... Yeah, they made a lot of money. But it's so lucrative that they're holding on to it. They're keeping it together? Yes. Huh. Who, do they have another partner in it? I don't know. But that's how successful that yeah, it's delicious. Have you had it? It's really, I haven't. It's really Can you get it locally? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh By really? The case, yeah. Oh, no kidding. It's 
it's a... Uh, Is that on Cato? Are you allowed to have it? <laughs> Summer water. Well, well, summer's coming up. I know. All right, the other one that's in the news is um, Tristan Thompson. He's a, oh. held the top spot in Christian's blacklist. But before that, listen to this. There was another one-time NBA player, Chris Humphreys, who married Kim Kardashian. He's been in the news recently because they were only married for 72 days. Did you know that? And so, I did, And so actually. he was accused that it was a sham marriage, and he's been going around town telling people that it wasn't a sham, that they were deeply in love, and just, it just didn't work out. That's interesting. You think he got paid off, paid oh, out? Probably. You know, they televised their wedding ceremony in 2011. Did you, did you watch that? I, I did, did not. That? No, I did no. not. There, there were rumors, I guess, that the romance was just a big stunt for ratings. Do you think they were in love? Can you, but... She's the one that's married really? to Usher. Who's she married to? No, uh... Kanye West. Oh, that's a rapper guy. But right? even if she signed a prenup, as we know, it doesn't mean. You think she signed? Can't. No, she signed the prenup. No, they signed a prenup. Yeah, well, what are they going to get a seventy-two day marriage, even in California's California's community property? I don't know. Stuff? That would that seems like a really expensive publicity stunt. But yeah, he hasn't played basketball in two years, so uh, I guess he's looking for a little bit of attention. <laughs> but he wrote an essay uh, in the Players' Tribune, which came out last week. No, I thought he was retiring or something. Yeah, he, he was, yeah. He, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think he's played in a while. Yeah. But I don't know. I, what, what's Now, who's this Tristan? Ta- he's a basketball player, That's too. the one that... But he married a different Kardashian? No, they're not married. So oh, they're that's together. That's interesting. So there's a paternity case there. Oh, really? Well, he'll have to pay child support. Oh, I like that. Yeah. That's good. Are you, are you going to represent him or... Oh, no way. Last one? No. No. Chloe. Chloe? Yes. <laughs> Why Chloe? Because he's awful. Oh, he is? She took him back twice. Remember what he did, was caught he cheating? Oh, all I, I know, while I she know was pregnant. All, these all over. People. Oh, really? All over the news. No kidding. Caught red-handed. So a big story? Big, huge story. I don't know. Were you into her rock or something? I think I was hiding under a rock. Maybe I was too busy helping other people okay. in the Commonwealth getting, you know, getting divorced. I understand. So this has been a good first show. What do you think? Yeah, I like and it. I, I like the fact that you kind of hung in there without eating and with all this keto Thanks. and you kind of stayed with me and, you know, you offered like you great insight. like you're saying Kato Kalen when you say that. Keto. What's he doing these days, do you think? <laughs> no. You think he's still living in the OJ's house? house? professional Where, You know what I was thinking about that the other day? Where's OJ been? I don't know. I, I, I haven't heard about him in the news in about a year, you, you know. No, he, no, they no. let him out and he maybe sort of got in trouble, but then it was much to do about nothing. And nobody's heard from him since. I know. Nothing. Give us an update if you so, have one. Something, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you, <laughs> something, in the next couple months, you're going to hear something about okay. OJ. It's been way, way too quiet. So, thank you for listening to our first show. We'll be back next week. Uh, I'll let you read that. You want to read the plugs? And if, if you like what you hear, please share with a friend. Uh, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and you can find all the episodes on pod617.com and you can find us at barrackfamilylaw.com And you can reach us if you'd like to give us a call uh, at 888-209-7080 We'd be happy to sit down with you and answer any and all of your questions regarding divorce, family law, child custody, alimony, Paternity? Yeah. Yeah, paternity, right? We do paternity, too. <laughs> Can't forget. Too. What else do we do? Prenups. Prenups, yes. Kirsten, Attorney Kirsten DeMoga is the queen of the probate court's prenuptial agreements. And we look forward to do, talking to you again. Thanks for listening.
it's a mistake. 